0: few days leave and we got on the Queen Mary with 20,000 other troops because the war was moving yes. north. And so that sailed over to England? Yes. Yeah. And where were you based when you got there? Well, Bradwell Bay, most of the time we were Bradwell Bay. Right. And of course, uh, most of the time we were on on the Mosquito Squadron and I had my particular plane, RxR. That you looked after? To look after. And that was 456 Squadron? Yeah. And that was
1: Australia's only Mosquito Night Fighting Squadron? Yeah.
0: Then a few weeks on the Lancasters. and. And uh, at the same location so,
1: yeah. at Bradwell Bay.
0: No, a different place. Different place. Were you on loan? Were they a bit short-handed? Were they? Yeah. Well, I, I, I we just had to do what we were told, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I don't know why they did that. Well, it, it might have been to train us too. Could have been. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, your Mosquitos,
1: two-man crew in your Mosquitos? Yes, yes. And they had the twin Rolls-Royce engines? Yes. Right. Had you dealt with the Rolls-Royce engine before you got to England? No, no, right.
0: no. Was it a good engine? Was it as good as they oh, say? Oh, yes, but it wasn't the engines we were. Yep. Just a general thing on the plane. Right, okay. The only flying I did was when we were on duty with the Lancasters, they took this Lancaster to go to another another oh, yeah, area yep. to have it seen to and you went for the we, road. Uh, we came back in the right. one that was in order and 20 minutes back again you say,
1: right. okay short flight yeah and nobody was
0: shooting at you there yeah and uh, a little story uh, my best Mate, Bill Bill Johnson and I were in a small English town, and we see coming up three girls in the English Air Force uniform and uh, about fifteen yards away, uh, the one of them start singing. In an old Australian homestead,
1: <laughs> and so they were Australians.
0: Yeah, and well, then we pulled up and had a talk to them, and she, she had come from Broome. Oh, okay. And every time I see that on the weather map, yeah, you <laughs> br- that song. It brings back that memory, right? <laughs> and you know. Uh, It's amazing, some little thing like that.
1: Stuck with you all these years. Yes. And I believe while you stood in London towards the end of the war, you heard a very big explosion one day. Uh, A big explosion. Might have been a V2 rocket. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. The last one that the Germans ever ever sent uh, from Germany to England. Right. that was at Bradwell Bay too.
1: Okay. And I gather it landed pretty close. Yeah. And, uh, but they were. But do you think they might have been aiming at the American base a bit further on? Well,
0: uh, it might have gone wire going for London. There was, right. London copped quite a few of them.
1: Right. Yeah. And it
0: left a big hole. Yeah. How big do you think it was? 30 feet deep and slung the dirt a hundred yards all round. Well, you're lucky it was a mile away. And what was left was a container that held all these explosives. Right. Um, And if it had landed on your base with all the fuel stored for the planes... Oh,
1: yeah. ...would have been a bigger bang, I suspect. Right. You went over to see where the V2 had landed the next day? Yes. Right, and was there much of a crowd there
0: or was it? No, I went on my own. Yeah. And And you were the only one there? Yes, at that time. Right. Yeah, I I took a photo of, of the big what's left. Right. All the, everything else was gone. Right. And was there anything around or did it
1: just basically land in an empty paddock? Well, it didn't, didn't for,
0: fortunately, this was in open country.
1: Right, so nothing got destroyed. No. So it was just a very expensive big bang on the part of the Germans. That's right. Right. But and you could clearly see its power, though, if it had landed on your base, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh, right. yes. Yeah.
0: Had it, had it gone a, a mile or mile and a half there would have been a bigger band.
1: <laughs> and you would have been in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Well,
1: this is the story about the ones who
0: stole the... Yeah. Yes. And uh, they stole a, a sheep or yep. something in that line. One was a butcher, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they, when they came home that night, there must have been 40 in this uh, dormitory. Mm-hmm and uh, we saw them place it under a bed. But what happened, uh, one of them...
1: The sheep was dead by this stage, was it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh. Uh, And uh, Curly left his wallet and other things behind. So So it's not a very good thief. it, It wasn't very long before the... I thought it was that night, but it could have been the next... Next day, right. they turned up and... Uh, With Curly's wallet. <laughs> and they got all five of them. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they had to go to court and they're $5 each for about 20 I think it was. Right. It might have been $16, i am not sure. And, and that was to pay for the sheep? Uh, that paid for, to replace the sheep and uh pay the court costs right? okay so what was the food like if you had to go and steal a sheep you were in a line mostly (laughs) and uh you then uh if you didn't like it well you went hungry right so it was that or nothing that's it right yeah did you eat it all
1: Yes, yes. Well, I suppose you were a good farm boy, you'd do anything, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. Right. And this is your war diary? Yes. And did you keep that every day? Or did you just fill it in when you had a moment?
0: Oh, it's uh, sometimes a gap of two or three days. Right. So it was just the one diary or did you
1: have many? Just the one. Just the one? Yeah. And you started it just after you got in or just after you I don't know, posted, when you got posted, you started it? In 1943, Diary of J.S. Russell. And 126887, was that your serial number? Yeah. Right. And what happened after the war ended in Europe? Because you were still based in England.
0: we were... uh, I had the papers where it shows we were going to Okinawa. In the Pacific? Yeah. Yes. And... Anyway, the war ended, so instead of that, they sent us to Southampton to send us home. Right, and uh, that's where uh, uh, that's where I come past Pork Said. Uh, so you, you went down into the Mediterranean and yeah, back through the Suez.
1: Before you left England on on VE Day, when the Germans surrendered,
0: I believe you uh, tried something new. I had three beers all together, and I never had any before and I haven't had any since.
1: (laughs) Well, you don't often have the VE Day to celebrate, do you? No. So there you go. So you got back in 1946? Yes. Right. And then you got demobbed? When you got home, they let you all go?
0: We were paid up on the boat a day before we hit Melbourne. Right, (laughs) and and you went back up to Patho? Uh, Yeah, oh well on Princess Pier it was chock-a-block with people waiting for their sons or husbands so forth coming to come home and uh, I had no trouble finding my parents, my mother was holding up the word PATHO. (laughs)
1: There weren't too many boys from PATHO on the boat. No, no, I knew. (laughs)